Okay, it's Toby from Heavyweight MMA. Today with Amina Hadea. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. I'm training out of um, Freestyle MMA under Joe Lopez uh, with some of the lads that I've talked to before. Um, Colby Thickness, Justin Van Heerden, Jarrett Wilbraham. How is it down there? Oh, it's the best. They're like a big, it's like having like three, four extra brothers that I probably don't need because I've already got three, but no, it's the best environment to be in all the time. Yeah, I heard, I heard you mention in an interview that you're one of six, so you're kind of used to a few a few brothers around. Um, I imagine that would probably help a bit because in that gym there's a bit of banter, right? Yeah, it's all banter, and most of the time it's either directed at me or Tara. <laughs> so you're covered down there. So you're pretty thick-skinned then. Um, I'm learning to be. I'm getting better at it, but yes. Yeah, man. Hey, I was just uh, just recently reminiscing on being down there. I was earlier in the year. I was down that way, and it's such a beautiful part of the world. Are you actually from that area, or no? Yeah, born and bred here. Yeah, I lived here all my life. Nice. It's such a beautiful place, right? Um, the the beaches and the nature sort of feeling down there. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like I drive five minutes from my ha- home, which I grew up in, and I'm at the beach, or I'm over there and I'm at the lake. It's yeah, it's the best. I love it down yeah. here. Yeah, perfect. Hey, um, I wanted to have a chat with you about like um, freestyle gym and your sort of training regime. So explain what's a sort of normal week to you. Like example, now you're leading up to a fight. What sort of, what is a sort of normal schedule for you for, for a week? Um, so before, prior to this fight, I actually quit my job as a nurse. So prior to this fight, I was nursing as well as doing training. So it was a little bit less training. But since I quit, um, this will be my first camp as a full-time fighter now. Um, and I do uh, Monday morning SNC strength and conditioning at 7 a.m. Then we come in and we do a 9:30 session, um, and then later in the afternoon we've got a five o'clock session, and then we've got a 6 p.m. session as well. So most of our fighters will be like the five o'clock session in the afternoon, and then the 9:30 in the morning. Um, same with the Tuesday. So the Tuesday um, is a 9:30 session, and then we do a five and a six o'clock session, all hour sessions. Um, Wednesday, strength and conditioning again in the morning. Then while I'm in camp, I'm doing my meat grinders and my spiders up to six weeks out. Um, I've got this fight on short notice, so it's a little bit less, but, I mean, we always stay prepared anyway. So I've got my meat grinder um, after strength and conditioning at 9.30, and then in the afternoon we've got um, fighters class, and then we've got striking. Then Thursday it's a 9.30 lactic, which is always fun, and then we've got a um, – another fighters class at five and then we do wrestling at six and then Friday is the best day, it's spider day. So it's basically like a fight simulator. Um, we do 15 minutes and then uh, in the afternoon we have open mat, uh, just rolling. And then Saturday is sparring and then Sunday is a rest day or a recovery day. I try to recover anyway. Nice. You, you must look forward to that Sunday really like after after pumping so hard the whole week, right? Oh, it's the best part, especially because obviously UFC is always on Sunday, so it's always our meal prepping every Sunday, and while me and my partner are meal prepping, um, we'll be watching the UFC, so it's just kind of like a chill-out day, but we're still, I guess, kind of learning because we're still kind of watching fights, but yeah, it's uh, Sundays are definitely my favourite day, but when you get to Sunday, by that point, you're just like, you don't want to do anything, you want to be in bed by 8 o'clock anyway, and then it all starts again. So the transition from the from the amateur ranks and from working as well through to pro and now and now full time is that harder on your body or it's easier because you're not working now you have time to rest or, or what? Um, I think to be honest, I think it's actually it might be a bit hard. Like I've noticed, especially with this camp, I've been a lot sore um, 
my body's just felt a lot. I don't know, maybe just the intensity has gone up or what it is, but I'm actually a lot sore. Maybe it's because I've got that extra training in the morning. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I still trained hard before all my camps and stuff like that, and I still have to give it all my, my all in the afternoon sessions. But, yeah, with this, I'm definitely feeling my body's a bit sore and a bit more niggly and stuff like that. So I just got to keep up with my recovery, I guess. And what things do you do, man, like to, to assist you with your recovery? I mean, there's there's these things that are all popping up everywhere, people doing saunas, cold baths, massage, etc. concentrating on diet, rest, all these things. What do you do? I hate saunas with a passion. I hate I hate the heat. I'm Lebanese, but I hate the heat. I cannot stand the heat. So I'm like, obviously when I'm cutting weight, I just do it in the bath because I've done it in a sauna before and it was terrible. Um, but yeah, with my recovery, my partner's parents, my in-laws, they've actually got a, an outdoor spa. So it's not as bad as sitting in a, in a sauna or sitting in, you know, just a hot bath inside. It's actually to, like I can tolerate it. Um, and then actually they've actually got a pool as well. So we've actually been doing, um, like 20 minutes in the hot spa, which is, it gets like 40 degrees anyway, and then jumping into the pool for like three, four minutes and then jumping back out into the spa. Um, so we've been doing that almost like every Sunday. And then also just massages for me, um, just keeping up with my massages. And then doing a lot of mobility, especially before all of my um, strength, strength and conditioning. I've had a lot of injuries since I was 17, you know, reconstructions and stuff like that with my knees and all that. Um, so I just try to obviously do a lot of mobility and trying to get them working properly and making sure they don't really impact me when it comes to training and fight time. But I avoid saunas at all costs. We have a sauna and I don't use it. I can't even, the thought of even using a sauna just haunts me. I hate it. Man, you know, it's a, I think it's a conditioning thing like, and, and you can distract yourself. Like I, I go to sauna three times a week and the, um, earphones, man, you use your Apple iPhone, uh, iPod, AirPods and they, they don't die in there. I've had them for a long time. You just distract yeah. yourself with like a podcast, stretching to kind of secondarily distract yourself and just like, yeah, it's, it's not so bad when you when you can distract yourself. But if you just sit there and do nothing, you really notice it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like counting down the seconds, I'm like, get me out of this thing. But I've got like the shortest attention span. So even if I try to listen to something or if I try to read something, within like two, three minutes, I'm like, I've got to do something else. I've got to get up and move. Like I can't, I can't sit still. Like that person yeah. is moving. Yeah, that can be a bit tricky. That a bit tricky. So you mentioned in one of the interviews that uh, your brothers were training and they sort of helped to encourage you into the sport in the beginning. Is that right? Uh, yeah. So obviously my oldest brother, there's six of us. He's the, he's the oldest one. He he started fighting. Um, I think I was still I was still in school when he started fighting. And I know at that age I never really thought of this being my career. But um, yeah, he definitely paved the way for me to kind of get into it. I was just doing kids classes, you know, just more so for fitness. I was a really big kid when I was younger. Um, so just more for fitness. And then I, he fought uh, once in MMA and then my middle brother had two more tie fights. He fought as well. And then, I don't know, I think I've just, it just kind of grew on me and I stuck with it. And I think I kind of fell in love with the, the discipline of it all, I guess. Like I love pushing my body to, to limits and I love feeling, you know, like I've got no gas left in the tank. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm weathered. Like I just love feeling, like having that feeling. Know that I've given that session everything. And obviously, when you're training at freestyle, it's hot, and you're just getting, you're just getting put through the ringer every five seconds. Like it's never, it's never like an easy session kind of thing. If it's not testing out your body, it's testing out your brain and going, okay, I need, I need to know how to do this. How do I do this? And you know, it's, 
it's definitely my brother's definitely helped with that. But yeah, I've definitely taken over as the best today in the family. So training, the training and the pushing yourself daily is one thing, but actually the competition side takes a special sort of person to you know be able to you know handle that intensity. What is it about you and your and your family as well that gives you that sort of uh, will to fight? You know, what are you in, why are you interested in in fighting? I just love, I honestly, the feeling, uh, I know everyone says this, but the feeling after a fight is like next to none. Like you just, you feel like everything you've done has come to this moment and it's like almost like it's this feeling of like I just did this. I just I just won this fight. I gave it everything. I put on a show for everyone. I showed everyone why I've been training so hard and now I've won this fight and it's the best feeling in the world. Um, but like as I said, with every fight, like, you know, I've had Kind of, I don't even know how many fights I've had now. This will be my fourth pro fight coming up anyway. But even still to this day, I still get anxious and I still feel sick before I'm about to fight and I still have all these worries in my head. Not so more, not so much of me um, getting hurt in the fight. I don't care about getting hurt in the fight. That doesn't worry me at all. But it's always the thought of am I going to perform to the best of my ability? Am I going to be able to showcase what I, what I do so well at training in here in the cage? You know. Um, so there's always that kind of stress on me like just kind of getting over that mental barrier I guess like that but I'm slowly getting better and better at being in there and yeah it's getting better it's getting easier slowly yeah you talk about um the feeling of a win right like inside there you win by TKO or sub or whatever it's a great feeling like you feel better than you know you can in your normal life like it's such a high but then you take the loss as well like um, you lost on a, a, a decision recently. Obviously, you can understand like that is the opposite again. Like you, you feel for me anyway. I feel embarrassed in front of people that they see you lose, and uh, so it's it's a real high and low in the game, right? Like winning and losing, it takes you to the heights and it takes you to the depths as well. Yeah, well, it just all depends on what you do with the loss. Like it's whether or not you say, okay, I'm not doing this, I'm giving up, or if it's whether you turn it around in a couple, is it in a month or whatever I did, and I get get put onto an international stage and I win and I put on a performance. Like even with that fight, I, I was, you know, that wasn't me. That wasn't my best performance, you know, and I know it wasn't. And I you know, doubted myself when I got in there and I shouldn't have. Um, but I'm definitely learning to get better at that. But, yeah, you just got to take the, like, the highs with the lows, obviously. Like this sport's... Some days I'll be great at training, and then other days I'm like, "What am I doing? Like, what, I, what, what's happening? Like, why can't I get this?" And I'll be then like the next day I'll be perfect. Like, it's just knowing that some days you're gonna have bad days, and some days you're gonna have good days. So, you know, you can't be a hundred percent all the time. It's just not the way the world works. It's not the way your body works. It's not the way your mind works. I think there's always these other factors happening as well on the outside. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. Like the. Fighters get to experience something that, that not every person gets to experience, like putting yourself on the line, training to a certain level, you know, pushing yourself to that extreme and then experiencing those highs and lows that not everyone experiences in life. Like most people operate within like a, a little up and down sort of frame. You guys are up and down, whether it's physically, whether it's injuries, whether it's, you know, mental issues with things it's a it's a very uh, rocky and turbulent ride but you get to experience something that your average uh person doesn't get to experience you know yeah exactly and that's what i mean like people look at you like you fight is that what you, that's what you do and i'm like yeah like that's what i do like that's and people are like why do you do that what about this and what about that why why do you, that's not going to get you anywhere and it's like you don't know you you can't really explain what it does for you and how it makes you feel unless you do it and like yeah, I mean, as I said, there's always the highs and the lows, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for for anything. I love this sport. I love 
learning and I love getting pushed and yet yeah, it's, it's the best feeling. Yep, you mentioned it as as your choice of career and now you're now you're fully professional, not working. Um, what opportunities do you see? I mean, obviously right now the stage you're at, it's not gonna be paying all the bills by itself, right? So this is what you need to work towards. What what do you see it as what's the goal as a career? Like are you aiming for the big time, something like UFC, these things where you can actually make it a real solid career? Oh, 100%. That's always been the goal. I mean, whether it's UFC, whether it's PFL, um, obviously PFL's on the rise as well. Um, regardless of what it is, like I, I want to be, be on the big stage. I want to be known for my, my, my skills. I want to be known for, you know, one day hopefully being a champion. Like that's, that's the mindset you've got to have with this kind of stuff. And, you know, some days you have your doubts and stuff like that, but I know that's where I want to get to and I know that's where I want to be. And I, if I have the right mindset and, you know, I, I train my ass off like I am, then I'll get there. And what do you need to do to be there? Like uh, I heard you mention that you're, you went from being primarily striking to now being comfortable uh, against the fans or grappling. Is that still an area you need to work on? Are you feeling more well-rounded? Like you just have to keep fine-tuning everything or, or what's the focus? Um, I think I'm comfortable everywhere now. Like even some days I'm like, I, as, as you said, I came from a striking background, but even some days all I want to do is wrestle. Like we'll be, we'll be sparring and all I want to do is take these people down. Like, because I've just, I know it's, I've only been at freestyle for maybe two years, two and a half, I'm not sure, maybe like two and a half years or something or whatever it is. But within that time, I'm, I'm comfortable on the wall, I'm comfortable on the ground, I'm comfortable being put into a deep submission, I'm, I'm comfortable in all these areas. So I definitely at the start when I, when I was there, I always relied on my striking, but I've slowly built up and I love wrestling, I love wall work, I love all that. I look forward to you know, my Tuesday sessions, working on the wall with everyone and getting all sweaty and gross and just pushing yourself. Like I actually look forward to that kind of stuff, whereas I used to kind of doubt myself there. But, yeah, I've definitely gotten better. And wherever the fight takes me, I know I'm going to be comfortable. Like, I've got the best team behind me. Like look at the team I'm surrounded by, for God's sake. So I, I've got no doubt in my abilities and I'm, I'm definitely comfortable everywhere now. And out of all those sessions that you just mentioned or the different skill sets that you're working on, what's your, what do you wake up or, or get to that point of the day where you really want to be there that you actually enjoy it the most? I've, at the moment, it's probably the wall work and the wrestling. Like I really am – I love jiu-jitsu and I love my striking, don't get me wrong, but I just love the wall work and the wrestling, how one little hip movement or one little placement of your arm can change the whole game and can put you on your back or put you here or put you there like – it's insane the mechanics and how it all works, and I, I just I really am enjoying the ball wrestling. But, um, yeah, it's, and obviously I've got Volk there, so you can't get better than Volkanovski on the wall. So yeah, it's been really good. True, and I, you said basically you're one of the lads there that, that it's mostly guys mm -hmm. training. Uh, are you still the only? Are you the only uh, girl that's fighting professionally out of there? Um yeah, I'm the only girl that's fighting. Yeah, at all like. We like sometimes like Chelsea stuff will come down, which was great. I love having Chelsea there. She tells us so, so much fun to have around, and it's just good to have another girl, um, a girl to just wrestle and you know obviously like be a bit more realistic. Like with the boys, obviously they're bigger and they're stronger and they're longer and whatever it is. But when you get a, when I have Chelsea coming down and training with me, like it's the best. Or when Arlene comes down, it's like oh this is cool. I can actually do this on this person because. We're the same weight. <laughs> We're the same height. This makes sense. Yeah. So trying to take one out down to the big boys. I'm like, why isn't this working? I'm like, well, it's because they've got 25 kilos on you. Like, it's not going to work. Yeah. Like, I just uh, just thinking about things, like, in my own perspective. So, like, I train with mostly younger people, mostly. 
And then when I do get the chance to go and train with someone my same age, my same weight, I, I feel very competitive. Um, does it feel the same for you? So you're like with the boys and obviously physically they're, they're generally stronger. And then, and, and then you get to the time when the girls do come and train with you. Do you feel like that? Do you feel like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I feel like better on my own sort of terms? Yeah, like especially when Chelsea comes down, I think she recently she answered a question on one of her stories and she said the exact same thing. Like it's like we're just like firecrackers at each other. We just go at each other, but it's all love and it's all learning and it's all it's almost like an excitement where you can really just like go at each other and we know we're it's we're we're not like you know trying to hurt each other, but it's like we're really pushing ourselves because we know this is where like our levels are. We're kind of the same whether it's height and weight and all that kind of stuff, and it's. Yeah, it's, I, I love when Chelsea comes down. We have a great time and we are literally just like firecrackers at each other. It's the best. Yeah, that's funny. Um, and also you mentioned in the interview that your is that your fiancé is a fighter as well, right? Uh, has an unbeaten record so far. Yeah, Mitchell, yeah, yeah. So he's done 6-0, um, all by knockouts, whether it's the first round or the second round. He's never seen a third round. So actually, I think he got a submission. On the, no, his last one was a submission, sorry, yeah. So um, he's actually looking to turn pro, just a matter of finding him a fight. Obviously, with that amateur record, not many people want to fight him. But, um, yeah, he's um, he's going to turn pro hopefully this year and we can work towards that. Um, but, yeah, right. he's, a, he's a killer on the mats as well. Nice. I was just thinking, like, uh, for, a, for a female MMA fighter, like, do you think it's kind of it's probably a good idea to be with someone that's got the same interests and that, especially at that pro level, because your whole life's devoted to it. It'd be hard for someone else to understand. But then, secondly, too, if you like, if you like, let's say your boyfriend's some little wimpy computer dude that works in an office, and then you can beat him up. It does the dynamic seem sort of weird, you know? So it probably makes yeah. sense to be together with someone that's a fighter, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Like if. That's what I mean. Like you know, it's people my age. Like I'm 25. People my age, they want to go out. They want to party. They want to go on holidays. They want to go to festivals. You know, they want to go out and eat and stuff like that. It's like, no, I've got like a schedule. I've got to be training at this time and this time. I've got to eat this food and this food. Like, we can't go out on this weekend. We've got to focus Sundays on recovering from fighting, not recovering from the weekend. Do you know what I mean? So, um, and it's he's great like that. Like he's exactly the same as me. We both just love getting to Sundays, meal prepping, watching the UFC, and just chilling like. It would be so hard if I wasn't with with another fighter. I think I don't think it would make sense. Like they wouldn't. You can't understand unless you do the sport. So yeah, it's definitely beneficial to be with a fighter if you're a fighter. Yeah, true, true. Um, also, you mentioned something that oh, I think it was in a, an online thing I read about um, being concerned about the effects on your body. Uh, in the future and trying to manage that a bit or, or probably be a bit risk averse with it, like um, CTE or other sort of things that, that can come through fighting. I think in the thing, I think you said something like hoping you can still say your name when you're older or something. I think that's yeah. a good idea. But, but yeah, um, what sort of precautions do you guys take like to, to try and guard that a little bit? Because obviously you can't help but get some serious head contact. You can't help but get some serious other injuries to your body as well. Like, what, how do you kind of avoid that to an extent or manage it? I mean, it's hard. Like, you can't – I mean, accidents happen all the time. Do you know what I mean? But it's – you know, obviously, we were wearing our – like, we wear headgear. We do touch sparring most of the time. Like, if only when you get to Saturday, it's a bit harder. But even then, you're not going to hurt the person in front of you. It's just going to try the things that we've been learning. Um, obviously, the intensity is there. But, yeah, obviously, we're like – if someone's going too hard, Joe's like, no, like you got to stop, like you got to take it down a level or you're getting out. Like we never kind of go to that level. But, you know, you just got to take the precautions. If you do get a head knock and you start to see stars and, okay, I'm going to step back from this, see if anything progresses from this and then kind of go from there. You know, you can't just 
jump back in there and hope it's okay because you might not be okay. You know what I mean? Like you can't just – and it's hard. Like when you're a fighter, you, you know, you get your leg hurts a little bit or your head hurts a little bit. Like, no, I'm just going to push it. I'm going to push it. But at the end of the day, it's all going to catch up to you. So you just got to be really cautious, especially while I'm at this age now. Save me later on. Yeah, and but being at, at freestyle MMA – uh, it must feel good sometimes to crack Colby or crack um, Justin Van Heden in the head when you get the opportunity, right? Uh, yes, especially Colby sometimes. He, he's um, Obviously, he's coming off injury and stuff like that, so he's only been able to um, you know, spar with just his hands. But God, he's good and God, he's quick. And he's just, yeah, he's, I would love to crack Colby, but that never, that never seems to happen. <laughs> he's just too good. <laughs> Even Justin, though, like, it's just, especially when it comes to Justin and wrestling, or like, as soon as he gets those dad starting groups or anything, you're just like, oh, what am I doing? What can I do? Like, he's just, he's elite. It's insane. Yeah, that's it. So you have a fight coming up uh, in UAE, uh, UAE Warriors, man. Um, can you tell us about that, like, what you can talk about? Um, I don't think I'm allowed to say the opponent yet, just because it hasn't been announced, but I am very excited about this fight. Um this girl's like this girl's been around for a long time. Um, she's been fighting. She's thirty two now. She's been fighting since I was in school. Um, but yeah, it's just gonna. I think it's definitely gonna be more of a striking fight, and then we'll obviously break it down and try and get try try and get her to the ground, hopefully. But um, I'm very excited about this fight. Obviously, this fight's on UFC, on the same weekend as UFC, so there's gonna be a lot of eyes. Like there's gonna be a lot of people there watching. It's gonna be kind of an a very very important fight for me. So. I'm very excited. Obviously, the nerves are there. The nerves are always there for me. I'm a nervous wreck. Um, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, and, yeah, I'm just thankful for the opportunity. Like, we didn't think we were going to get on the card. My goal was to get back from my holiday and get straight back onto this card. And originally it was um, they didn't have anyone for me to fight. And then eventually we got this, I think it was last week maybe, we got the call up and then he's like, yeah, do you want to fight? I'm like, I'm going to take it. It, doesn't, it didn't matter who the opponent was. I was just going to take it regardless. And then we found out the opponent and I was like, yep, we're on. Let's do it. But it's definitely going to be a tough fight. I don't think it's going to be an easy fight at all. But I'm definitely looking forward to it. Like as Vox said, you've got to challenge yourself. You've got to put yourself into these like into these situations. Otherwise, how are you going to grow? How are you going to advance? So I'm just, yeah, I'm just looking at it that way and going, this is going to be a tough fight, but I know I can do it. Yeah, and, and just uh... – making sure that you like take in the whole experience as well because not everyone at this sort of stage of your pro career gets to travel to Dubai and you know compete in a nice organization like this and like you said it's yeah. it's the same weekend as the UFC and uh you know it's a big it's a big thing to be doing at your age and at your level and uh you know take it all in appreciate it and enjoy the time over there right yeah, hundred percent. Like honestly, I when I got over there, I didn't expect the promotion to have you know the press conference and have all this and have all that. And it was just like you felt like you felt special when you were there. You felt like a fighter. You felt like you were already in the big, big, big leagues. You know what I mean? And it was amazing to fight over there. And as you said, like you got to take every opportunity you can. Like um, other people wouldn't get this opportunity at my age, especially this early in my career. This is only my fifth professional fight, but I, yeah, I'm just taking every opportunity I can, and I'm definitely looking forward to get back getting back over there. Cool. So you said that was the 20th of October, is that right? Uh, yeah, 20th of October, yeah. 20th of October. Okay, great. So, yeah, we'll pay attention to that one. And um, thanks for your time. Uh, I'm hoping, looking forward to seeing your success and, and watching you grow in the, in the pro ranks. Um, thanks for your time, eh? Thank you so much for having me. Cool. All right. Thanks, Amina.